Welcome to Keep the Republic with Dr. Daniel Bobinski, editor of True Idaho News. Keep the Republic is brought to you by the Political Action Committee Conservatives of Picture Perfect Window Cleaning and ThinkExodus.org. And now, here's Daniel. Well, hello and welcome to Keep the Republic. Daniel Wobinski here. I'm going to jump right in this morning with a very serious topic. Over the past couple of months, we've had uh, some very eye-opening events happening with regard to constitutional conservatives here in the state of Idaho. We have a governor whose political action committee is overseeing the funding of attack mailers that blatantly lie about constitutional conservative representatives in this state, especially in the Senate. And this is very disheartening to me, especially for all of those who are Christians, who wants to believe that the person sitting in the governor's seat is operating with the best interest of Idahoans. But what's really happening, and I really don't want to have to say this, but we've got a governor operating with the best interests of big business, not the people. Because words matter, and ideas matter, and actions matter. And I know that we want to believe that this man is operating as a Christian, and he very well may be saved, and he very well may find himself in heaven. But I'm going to be very bold, very truthful. Unless a person is submitted to the lordship of Jesus Christ, the decisions of that person can be easily influenced by the forces that are actively working against the will of God. I am firmly convinced, after reading so many letters written by our country's founders, by the people who put this country together, reading congressional records, reading the debates and the discussions that occurred when this country was being formed, that this nation was created to follow the will of God. I challenge anyone who disagrees to read those documents and reach a different conclusion. The key to making this country and our state, and yes, the cities and the counties of our state, to key to making them operate as designed is to have leaders who subscribe to the values and the principles that our founders stood on when they created this great country. Now, I've been operating for much of the past year discussing national issues, and I'm going to continue to do that. But as the new year unfolds, you can expect me to spend more time discussing the local issues of what's going on in our state. It's my very firm opinion that the majority of the leadership in our state and in our counties and in our cities, they are not aligned with the will of the Lord. They are not following godly principles. And as such, I believe our state's in great danger. And that means our citizens are in danger as well. We're in danger of losing our liberties and losing the freedoms that our fathers and our uncles and our grandfathers and our sons and our great-grandfathers fought and died for. So that question is, will we, as Christians, decide that Jesus wasn't involved in politics or the mandates that were being put forth by the leaders of his time, and therefore we shouldn't be either? Or... Will we recognize that the Pharisees that Jesus so rapidly criticized were in fact the leaders of his community? And therefore, Jesus set an example for us to be bold 
and to stand up for righteousness in the face of men who were not operating in accordance with the will of God. This is not a comfortable conversation. Jesus did not come to put a rubber stamp on the status quo, I'm convinced. And so I say, if we're going to call ourselves Christians, then we best not accept what these worldly leaders are trying to force upon us. That's just my opinion. Conservative Christian legislators, if you look at what's happening, they're being smeared, they're being lied about. And I say we as Christians would be putting our talents under a rock if we did nothing about it. And so in the coming months, you can expect much from me on this topic. And in return, I'm going to expect much from you. I would like for us who call ourselves Christians to examine ourselves and to place ourselves on our knees at the foot of the cross and say, Lord, what do you see in me that I don't see in myself? You know, so often in scripture, God's people are told, don't be afraid. God says, don't be afraid for I am with you. If we really believe that, then we need to act on it. I'm not going to tell anybody what to do when it comes to getting involved and how our government operates. But I do know that this government was created in large part by solid Christians. They gave us a bottom-up government where the people were given the authority to govern themselves. It's like we see in the book of Judges, when God told the Israelites, you will be my people, I will be your God. The priests were supposed to teach the people, and the people were supposed to be accountable to God. It was like the maximum freedom from the dictates of tyrannical rulers. That's what our founders provided for us. But it's like what Benjamin Franklin said, is we have a republic if we can keep it. And if you listen to this show, especially in the next couple of months, expect to be challenged to ask God what he would have you do to help keep this republic. Because if we don't, the Marxists will win. This show, by the way, is sponsored by Conservatives Of, which you can find online at conservativesof.com. Conservatives Of is a political action committee comprised of solid constitutional Christians working to get other constitutional Christians elected to office. And they also help get causes that align with constitutional Christian values passed and enacted. And we've got other political action committees out there. They exist to try to further the Marxist principles. And they include the words freedom and liberty, but they actually stand for socialism and Marxist principles. you got to be very careful about these organizations misrepresenting themselves. They lie. So I'm going to strongly recommend you look into conservativesof.com and support them. Big state, globalist interests are pouring money into the other action committees, and they're essentially wolves in sheep clothing. If we want to make a difference in supporting true constitutional Christian values, then we need to put our money where our mouth is. I would encourage you to make a donation of any size to conservativesof.com. Just go to conservativesof.com. Another sponsor of this show is Picture Perfect Window Cleaning. The owner, Tom Lopak, he aligns with the values that we discuss on this show. And I always say it's great to do business with someone who's like-minded. And so you know, 
Picture Perfect does more than window cleaning. They also do gutter cleaning, screen repair, pressure washing. And you can save yourself some money by mentioning that you heard about them on the Keep the Republic show. Just go to windowcleaningboise.com. And when you get a hold of Tom, tell him you heard about him on the Keep the Republic show, and he's going to give you $50 off any window cleaning job over $250 or 10% off your total bill, whichever is greater. Again, just find them at windowcleaningboise.com. All right, we've got three more Saturdays left in the month of December. And before I dig hard and heavy into discussing the situation here in Idaho, I want to share with you a conversation that I recently had with Dr. Carla Dean Graves. Dr. Graves was here in Boise a couple of years ago. She spoke at our Medical Truth Symposium. She's a solid Christian. She's bold in standing up against the medical industrial complex, calling them out. And she's also very good at connecting other people to work together in essentially what's a fight uh, against the forces of good in this country by a globalist enemy. And I have to say, as you listen to her, you wouldn't think she's so bold because she's very soft-spoken. She doesn't get riled up, but she stands firm in her faith. She stands firm in her belief that God does not want us to roll over and let the enemy destroy us. So I recently had an hour-long conversation with her, very insightful. She has a lot of good information to share. Some of it, I think, is going to shock you. She's got the inside scoop on this global cabal of so-called medical health experts and how they're manipulating the system and how in the next six months, many of our freedoms are going to be whisked away under the guise of looking out for our health. We are going to need to pray hard to try to prevent that from happening. This really is a spiritual battle because people in powerful positions are being swayed by the forces of evil to bring about this top-down authoritarian control. And if you've read scripture, you know who's really pulling those strings. So for the next few Saturdays, I'm going to play for you some clips from this interview with Dr. Carla Dean Grace. She takes the first few minutes of our conversation here to give us her background. So I will save that and let her tell us that. So with that, let's go right now to my conversation with Dr. Carla Dean Graves. Well, Dr. Carla Dean Graves, I want to say thank you for joining me here. You're a wealth of information. Glad you had the time. Thanks for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. I really do appreciate this opportunity to be with you. I haven't uh, actually done anything necessarily with you now for maybe a year or two. Uh, but we've done several things together, and it's it's a pleasure to be back. Thank you so much. Great to be talking with you again, because you're just a wealth of information. As far you're you're very well connected, and our audience needs to know that. Uh, you're also a medical doctor, and I would like for you to tell the people who are listening to us um, a little bit about you. I mean, tell us about your background. Well, I have been um, board certified in family practice uh, now practice medicine. I kind of laugh at this point in my life and say that I have practiced longer than most people have lived uh, because it's uh, been a long time. I had a private practice for many years. Uh, my husband and I decided, my husband's also a physician, uh, emergency room uh, boarded as well. But um, we closed our practice uh, actually in 2019 and then it wasn't just, but just a few months after that, that uh, I received a call and it was from one of our T 
team members. I had a team of physicians that we met every other week, and we did uh, actually updates on pharmaceutical, actually racketeering, and how they would up the price of medications on the American people when it was not necessary. Hmm. And we this were was fighting. before COVID, right? This is before COVID, yes. And uh, we would meet uh, as a group. Uh, we had representatives from multiple medical groups around the nation. And it was just the leaders that would meet uh, every other week. And when we would meet every other week, uh, we would discuss the issues and how we were trying to fight back uh, the pharmaceutical industry uh, in overpricing. And of course, we couldn't really find uh, legislators that were wanting to work with us because they uh, absolutely have a lot of money poured into their re-election and election campaigns by pharmaceutical companies. And so since we didn't have anything to offer them but truth, they really weren't very interested uh, and so it was very difficult uh, in working with them. And so the group consisted of about when you really had the leaders go back back to their uh, individual members, it covered about 35,000 uh, doctors and physicians nationwide. Um, wow. And within that group, we had multiple subspecialties um, and we even had researchers. Uh, within that uh, group and the researchers and physicians. Uh, many physicians uh, certainly play that dual role. And I um, actually received a call uh, in December, the latter part of December of 2019, saying, um, Carla Dean, would you put together a team of people? And so uh, we have a problem that's going, that's coming out of China. And I said, okay, what's the problem? And they said, well, uh, there's an ophthalmologist there uh, who is seeing his, his patients dying and he can't seem to help them. And he is concerned that uh, the uh, lab in Wuhan, uh, that something has happened, either they have released something or it has gotten out by mistake. But nevertheless, he suspects that it has come from the Wuhan um, bioweapon lab and uh, it is affecting his patients and those in his community. And, and that, in, that information came to you at the end of 2019? That is correct. Yes. And so uh, he, he knew that I had put together a team before uh, on another particular issue, uh, a research team. And he said, would you please put together a research team? Well, um, it was just um, probably within just maybe a week or two, I guess, that I had um, caught a, a physician up in the north uh, portion of New York, family practitioner, unbeknownst to anyone, but I just happened to catch something on the internet that he had put out. And I was very intrigued because I was interested in what he was seeing and what he was doing. And his name was Dr. Zelenko. And so I called Dr. Vladimir Zelenko, and he was gracious enough to take my call. And I said, what's going on? And he told me, and he told me what he was doing. Uh, 
So I put him on the research team. Uh, and then I had several others on the research team. We actually um, found that hydroxychloroquine, that's the first one that we found, that uh, Dr. Um, Fauci had used in the 80s for, with the HIV um, virus. And Dr. Fauci even made the comment that hydroxychloroquine was probably the best antiviral in the world at that time. He made that statement. (laughs) Yes, yes. Um, And so we took that uh, and nevertheless, we, the research team, uh, who I will say is much more brilliant than I, uh, but they they had facilities and they ran tests and so on and so forth. And so we began treating with the hydroxychloroquine and the azithromycin because the azithromycin is an antibiotic, but at the same time, azithromycin does have some antiviral properties to it. And so um, we started using that. We wrote a paper and we sent that paper uh, to President Trump through his brother, uh, because it just so happened that on our research team, uh, we had uh, a cousin of um, President Trump Hmm. on our research team. And so he was able to take our paper, give it uh, directly to Robert uh, Trump, who is now deceased, and actually gave it to him. And uh, he took it directly to his brother, President Trump at the time. President Trump read it. And the next day, that's when he came out at the news conference and announced the hydroxychloroquine and some of the other things that we had recommended. And, of course, the media uh, immediately um, actually said that he was trying to sell bleach and that everything that he had said was nothing but a lie when actually it was the truth. But we were shocked when Fauci stepped up to the microphone and actually took the information that President Trump had and discredited that to the world. We were shocked because we were naive enough to think that uh, Fauci wanted to do the right thing uh, at that point. Uh, And we had no idea that they had actually been planning a uh, so-called, I'll call it an inoculation. Uh, It wasn't a vaccine, but an inoculation program prior um, to actually having the uh, coronavirus, actually what they call the coronavirus pandemic, released. They actually had planned the inoculation prior to even the COVID uh, because most of the uh, vaccine, uh, what they called the vaccine in Moderna, was actually uh, put together almost completely by 2017. Yeah. Very few people. I'm going to interrupt you just a little bit because, and and some of this you may already know, I don't know, uh, but I came as I was doing some writing on this and came across an article that Bill Gates had 
started the decade of vaccines back in 2010. That was a Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation with Gavi, the um, the vaccine folks. The, that's the branch of that organization, and he brought Anthony Fauci on board to be on the executive team of that, the decade of vaccines. Yes. And then in 2016, so you say in 2017 that the vaccine was that that the mRNA injection was ready to go in 2016. Did you know that Bill Gates had invested, I don't know, $52 million in CureVac, which is a vaccine company out of Germany, to develop the mRNA technology? I didn't know that it was that particular company, no. But I knew that he invested heavily uh, in a lot of these companies. And that is the way that Bill Gates has gotten to know what everyone in the world is doing with vaccines and other issues that he wants to know about. He offers his money and that opens the door to him, to all of their research. And did you see that interview with him where he was being interviewed and uh, he was, I'll say, bragging that vaccines was the best investment he ever made because he was getting a 20 to 1 return? This is yes. not about people's health. This is about his financial pocketbook. <laughs> this, this has nothing to do with people's health. <laughs> well, look at how the pharmaceutical companies have benefited from all these injections. Trillions of dollars. We're not talking about billions. We're talking about trillions. That it has brought in, It has been the greatest, probably the greatest wealth shift in the history of mankind in the entire world, just within a very short period of time. So you said you got Dr. Zelenko on board. Um, I did not know that you, he, he was involved with your team. Um, and for those of the, who are listening, I'm going to recommend that they go to my um, page, keeptherepublic.us, where you're going to find my interview with Dr. Zelenko. I have to tell you, Dr. Graves, it was probably one of the most insightful interviews I've ever conducted because I just shut up. I just asked him a question, let him talk. <laughs> and he explained the whole situation. It's so informational. And you know what's cool? You know what's really cool? Because uh, I, I repost that from time to time so people can go back and refresh on my various social media platforms. And last time I reposted it, somebody commented, I watched that interview. And that interview, the information that Dr. Zelenko shared helped me save my mother's life when she caught COVID. So yay, yay. So I, I recommend people go go watch that interview. Very informational. Anyways, I interrupted. No, Dr. Zelenko, I uh, also was uh, instrumental with uh, him going down into South America and actually helping them with their protocols. Um, and a lot of our medications... It's amazing to me. People have no idea. The The average person, I mean, if you were to go to uh, the supermarket and you were starting to talk about some of these issues that I know that you probably talk about on your show, and you would just even mention it, suddenly you would find yourself clearing the line because you would be the only person there because they would think that you had totally lost your mind. Hmm. They have, they have no idea, and it's frightening for individuals. It's in our country, 
to think that we could have a government that would actually be working against their own citizens. That's something that would happen in a foreign country, but not in America. And they just cannot either allow themselves to do it or they continue to say, no, that is just a lie. And it's really a shame because it is obstructing us from actually taking care of the underlying problem, which is exposing the lies and releasing the truth. And if people would just stand up and say, wait a minute, this is not all fitting together here. Something is off. Then we would make so much more headway. Mm. But people are afraid and they cow down uh, to, to the government rather than to the big G, which is God. <laughs> so amen to that. You know, you got to trust the Lord. But, you know, people have to have an open mind. And I was encountering people saying to me, well, wh- where's your medical degree? Because I was sharing the information and I interviewed you. You came out here to Boise, where I live, and you mm-hmm. participated in a conference that we did on medical truth. And, and you thank God, you know, you were able to share some very solid information. And people will say, well, where's your medical degree? And I'm going, I know how to read. I know how to talk with people who know. I'm sharing. I'm not the, the source of this information. I'm the conduit. Don't shoot the messenger. Examine this information. That's all we ask. That's right. That's right. And a lot of people do not want to do that. They just refuse to do that. And for one thing, I think that I think it's fear. I think it's a lot of fear that mm. just grip them. And when you are in a mode of fear, you do not think clearly. No one does. And that's all we're going to have time for today with our interview with Dr. Carla Dean Graves. She is a retired physician, a wealth of information, very active in working to keep our republic. Uh, By the way, before I close out, I want to remind you to check out thinkexodus.org. If you have children or grandchildren in what are called public schools, uh, you need to know that we have video evidence of teachers here in Idaho laughing about how they deceive parents, hiding the fact that they're indoctrinating our children into what is essentially Marxist thought. They themselves would never say that. But when you peel back the veneer, that's exactly what's happening. The Exodus Institute was created by Christian public school teachers who saw what was really going on. They cashed in their retirement and they started the Exodus Institute, an online K-12 school fully accredited. The teachers are certified. The education is solid. And if you're already homeschooling, check out their supplemental program for kids in the 5th through 12th grade. They do all the teaching. They do all the grading. It's only 20 bucks a month and you can cancel anytime. Learn more by going to thinkexodus.org. As I mentioned earlier in today's show, today is part one of a three-part series with my conversation with Dr. Graves. And you can hear a replay of today's show if you go to my podcast page, which is Keep the Republic at buzzsprout.com. That's Keep the Republic at buzzsprout.com. This is Dr. Daniel Bobinski. You've been listening to Keep the Republic. Be back next week with part two of my discussion with Dr. Graves. Until then, be blessed. 
Thank you for tuning in to Keep the Republic, sponsored by Conservatives of, Picture Perfect Window Cleaning, and ThinkExodus.org. Also, please pray for our republic and for godly men and women who will work to keep it.